Welcome back to all my naughty readers out there. I'm Chanel Ivy, and this is Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads podcast. I hope you're ready for some sinfully sexy fun because in this episode, we're going to experience some naughty reading enjoyment together. I'm going to read an excerpt from one of my books, His Reckless Intentions, and another from Kathleen Lawless, whom you've heard from before in episode four. These snippets are sure to get you all types of stimulated, so sit back, relax, close your eyes, and let me take you away into the depths of dirty, lust-filled fantasies. Let's begin with a reading from His Reckless Intentions, one of my books that's currently available on Amazon in ebook, paperback, and free to Kindle and limited subscribers. We start our sultry scene in Chapter 2, where our main character, Layla, meets her love interest, Dean, in a karaoke bar. I'm going to warn you, though. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen, because this one goes from zero to a hundred in no time flat. We started the night out with shots, and I was quickly liquored up enough to sing the Ramones I want to be sedated. Just as I was finishing my song... The group of people I was with erupted into a roaring applause as they turned away from me on the stage and began hugging and patting the back of a new guy who had just arrived. I was stepping off of the stage when the sea of people congratulating him parted and I locked eyes with the most handsome specimen of a man I have ever seen. This mystery man was tall, with immensely broad shoulders, dark, perfectly coiffed hair, tanned skin, and he filled out his t-shirt black leather jacket and jeans in all the right areas. His brilliant blue eyes looked up, and he paused slightly to take notice of me. I smiled shyly, and he reached up to help me from the steps of the stage. I took his hand in mine, and his touch was magnetizing. I felt drawn to this toweringly impressive man. I felt myself instantly moisten between my thighs, and I blushed. I've never seen you here before, he smiled. I, I haven't been here in a while, I stammered like an idiot. Well, then I guess this is my lucky night. I'm Dean, Dean Stone. It's a pleasure to meet you. He paused as he pulled my hand to his lips, kissing the top of my wrist softly. I felt my face turn red and warm as butterflies fluttered in my stomach. Uh, Layla Hardwick, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you, Mr. Dean Stone. He pulled my hand away from his mouth, but didn't let go of my fingers as he spoke. The pleasure is all mine. Layla is such a unique and beautiful name. Not surprising it goes with all of this, he said as he pulled me down from the stairs and spun me around, looking over me hungrily. Well, Dean Stone is certainly an interesting name, one that seems to be fitting its owner as well, I replied as I took stock of his bulging muscles with my wanting eyes. Well, I did just get out of the academy. I'd better be shredded if I'm going to protect and serve the good people of this town, he laughed. You seem feisty, Layla. I like feisty. Care to join me for a drink? I'd love to. I'm here, after all, to celebrate your acceptance as one of Clifton's newest boys in blue, right? Dean seemed surprised. Really? Who are you here with? And why have I never met you before? He asked as he found us two seats at the bar. I work with Jasmine, Peter's girlfriend. I don't get out much. I work a lot and I don't have a boyfriend. I silently scolded myself for the slip of relationship status. Real smooth, Layla. 
excellent way to subtly work into the conversation that you're single. He smiled handsomely, though, as he observed me internally yelling at myself for my blunt words. Well, that's good to know, Layla. That you're single, not that you work too much, denying the rest of the world the opportunity to experience your beauty and your charming personality. Aw, aren't you just the cutest little flirt? I asked as I motioned for the bartender. Get this officer whatever he wants. It's on me. And I'll have a chocolate martini, please. Ah, a chocolate martini. It says I'm sophisticated, but I want to get drunk like everybody else, Dean laughed. Definitely. I've already got a good buzz going, so you've got some catching up to do, Dean. Challenge accepted, my voluptuous Miss Layla Hardwick. Dean and I drank and flirted with each other. We sang some karaoke songs and drank some more. Then we joined his friend's hilarious conversation down memory lane as they joked about what losers they were in high school, and then we drank even more. I was starting to feel woozy, so I switched from alcohol to water. What's the deal, Layla? Agua? Menino no espero veneno agua. Dean said. Yes, water, sheesh. I haven't been this drunk since college. Was that Spanish? I giggled. Dean laughed and put his arm around me. Si, mi amor. I find Spanish to be the language of love. Isn't the language of love supposed to be French? I asked, looking intensely into his deep blue eyes. Most people think that, but not me. Spanish is such a beautiful language. The way the words roll off your tongue, everything sounds so sensual. Like the way you're looking at me now, seductive and sensuous. All of my ambitions were gone as I slid my hand up his thigh, grasping his bulge through his tight jeans. Maybe I should show you how seductive I can be. I think I'd enjoy that very much, he replied as he stood, grabbing my hand and pulling me through the drunken crowd towards the men's bathroom. Dean pushed through the door and into the largest stall at the end of the room. He pressed me up against the wall as he looked me over with pure lust in his eyes. Dean took off his jacket and hung it up over the hook on the back of the door. His muscles pulsated through his tight t-shirt as he grabbed my hand in one of his, pinning them above my head, and he kissed me ferociously. Dean's lips on mine were sweet from the shots he was drinking earlier. I inhaled deeply, almost smelling his musky desire for me, and I tilted my head up to kiss him. He lowered his head down to meet me. The kiss was perfect. It was soft and warm, but it was also hard and hot. Dean moaned into my mouth, and the vibration set my whole body on fire. He moved his other hand down my side, his fingers caressing my thighs as he lifted the edge of my dress. I moaned softly at his intimate touch and felt him smile into my lips. I've been waiting to do this all night, Dean whispered into my neck as he pulled away from me, grabbing the black zipper nestled just between my breasts. Dean held my hands above my head and pulled the zipper down slowly, exposing my black lace bra. My breath caught in my throat as he kept pulling the zipper down, exposing me completely as the dress popped open. You are so beautiful, Layla Hardwick. Your body makes me so hard, he said while gently biting at my nipples through my bra. He slid his hand down the back of my underwear, cupping my ass and pulling me closer to his groin. I could feel his throbbing cock straining against his jeans, begging to be released. I want you to touch me everywhere, Dean. I want to feel you inside me. Let me touch you, please, I begged softly. He let go of my hands and I ran my fingers down his tight chest, over his shirt, down to his jeans. I undid the button and Dean moaned, pushing himself into my hand. 
I barely touched the zipper and his erection erupted from the confines of his pants. He wasn't wearing any underwear, and he had the biggest dick I had ever seen. I took his thickness into my hand and pushed his body back against the partition. I crouched in front of him, pulling his pants down roughly as I licked his huge shaft from base to tip. I tasted his saltiness and enjoyed the contrast from his alcohol-sweetened lips. Your cock tastes so good, Dean, I moaned before I took him entirely into my mouth. Dean thrust his hips forward, pushing his girth all the way down my throat. I had never deep-throated anyone before, but pleasuring him felt so good. I pulled back and sucked on the tip, rolling my tongue over the head before pulling him all the way into my mouth and back out, over and over again. I could feel he was getting close to orgasm, so I intensified my efforts, rubbing my lips over him and flicking my tongue over his sensitive head. I wanted to taste all of him so badly. I pulled him entirely into my mouth again and moaned as he filled my throat. Dean groaned at the change in sensation. His entire body tensed and then he released as his cum filled my mouth. I continued to suck and pleasure him as I swallowed everything he gave me. His cock slowly stopped throbbing and I gently pulled him from my mouth, looking up at him. Dean looked down and caressed my face softly. That was amazing. Now stand up and let me touch you, he demanded. I stood from my crouched position, blood rushing to my head as he grabbed the back of my neck, kissing me intensely. My body positively ached for Dean to fondle me. His hand dropped from my neck to my breasts where he pulled the lace of my bra down, displaying my chest for him to stroke and suck. As he licked my nipple, his hands fell between my legs. You are absolutely drenched, mi amor. What do you want me to do to you? I didn't answer him because I wasn't sure. My head was swimming with lust, and it had been such a long time since I'd been with a man that I didn't remember what I liked. Thankfully, Dean didn't wait for an answer. I gasped as he ripped my underwear off and he slid his fingers between my wet folds. His touch gave me so much pleasure. I found myself grinding hard into his fingers, urging them to penetrate me. He slid his middle finger inside me as his thumb circled my aching clit. I faintly heard the door to the bathroom open briefly, letting in the noise of the crowd outside. I was so wrapped up in Dean's fingers and how good they made me feel, I didn't care who was in the room with us. Oh, Dean, look at what fun you've got going on in here. She's hot. Can I come join in on the party? Asked a burly, red-headed man I had never met before. Dean looked at him and nodded as he moved slightly, bearing my body to this stranger, but he refused to pull his hand away from pleasuring me. I felt his finger pump and thrust inside me as the stranger closed the stall door behind him and took off his jacket and t-shirt, exposing his thick chest covered in tribal tattoos. I had never done anything like this before, but the euphoric sensations I was feeling took over and I just let everything happen. The strong, red-headed man fondled my breasts as Dean kissed me and continued fucking me slowly with his hand. I looked up into Dean's eyes. They were wide, taking in everything that was happening with the three of us. His lips curved into a smile as his eyes penetrated me. I had never felt such a connection with someone while they were touching me like this. There was something about Dean, something about this night that made me lose every inhibition and enjoy parts of my body in a way I never knew they could be enjoyed. Dean pulled his fingers from between my thighs and I felt a chill where his warm hand had been. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a condom, 
He ripped it open with his teeth and quickly slid it on himself. The redhead smiled in anticipation and lifted my legs, spreading me wide open. I hooked my knee around Dean's hip as the other man rubbed his hand up and down my thigh, grabbing and playing with my ass. I reached up between Dean and I, wrapping my hand around his shaft, rubbing the tip up and down over my wet pussy. Mia Moore, you are going to make me come before I'm even inside of you. His words drove me wild with the feeling of dominance. I was in control of this situation and it was exhilarating. You're so big. I'm not sure you're going to fit, I teased. I'll help, replied a deep voice of the red-haired man as he unzipped his jeans, pulling out his massive cock before he began stroking himself with one hand and reaching around under my raised leg to spread my lips with his other. I trembled from the touch of his fingers on me and the pressure of Dean's cock rubbing against my clit. Dean's thighs quivered against me as he slowly pushed the length all the way inside me. You're so tight and wet, Layla. His voice tense. I cried out in pleasure as Dean pumped in and out of me over and over. I was so wet and he was so hard. It felt so good as Dean fucked me with his intense, forceful thrusts. The man pulled his hand away from my backside and reached between us, his fingertips rubbing at my core. I saw Dean look down, watching this other man's fingers tease me as his own shaft slid in and out of me. He grunted his approval as the other man rubbed his massive cock against my thigh, and he pleasured himself with one hand and me with the other. I reached out and cupped the other guy's balls in my hand as I rolled my head back into the wall behind me. I enjoyed the control I held over these two strong men, just as much as every touch and every push putting pressure on my needy center. I felt everything winding up tightly inside of me, low and heavy, an aching knot rolling down my body and back up again. Finally, all of the sensations exploded deep inside so hard and so fast that I cried out. I didn't care who heard me as I fell apart. Dean pushed in deep and moaned as I felt him come again and the other man grunted while he reached his climax against my thigh. Dean's fingers dug deep into my waist as he pulsed. It was a pleasurable pain that released as he slowly relaxed. Dean pulled away, and the red-haired stranger stood back, wiping himself and my leg with a towel before fixing his jeans and pulling his shirt from the top of the wall and putting it back on. He gave Dean a quick nod thanking him for the fun before he slapped my ass playfully and disappeared from the bathroom. Dean stilled, leaning against the partition, pulling the full condom from his body and tossing it in the trash can in the corner of the stall. He took in a deep breath and grabbed me, planting his lips gently against my neck. I hope you enjoyed that reading as much as I did. I might need a cold shower after that one, though. Let's keep the excitement going and jump right into Kathleen Lawless's book, Undercover, which is currently available on Amazon, in ebook, and free to Kindle Unlimited subscribers. We jump into the book with Steele and Montana, our two main characters. In this story on the surface, Steele has been hired by Montana's mother-in-law as the new ranch foreman, but really he's undercover. Steele's nickname is Midas, due to his ability to turn everything he touches into gold and the board of investors are worried about their investment as the widowed Montana expands the family dude ranch to include a high-end spa. Montana and Steele clash on contact. She fires him, a compromise is reached, and sexual tension escalates as they each try to prove to the other who's in charge. 
I hope you're ready for this because this story sounds exciting for all the right reasons. She eyed him in a sultry way that made him instantly hard and hot. Take your clothes off and get into bed. I'll be right back. Steele shed his jeans and shirt in record time, pushed back the Virginia white bed cover and lay in wait. He had been totally turned on tonight watching her in the tub, and it had taken every ounce of control not to join her. He stared at the ceiling, reminding himself that good things come to he who waits. He didn't wait long before Montana appeared at his side, looking like every man's fantasy. A body-hugging black bustier pushed her breasts up so they overflowed the narrow confines and her dark nipples spied on him. She wore killer black stilettos that made her long legs appear longer, sheathed in a sheer black stocking held up by a garter belt. Baby, he hoped his approving leer didn't look as goofy as he felt when he reached out for her. Her hand on his bare chest stopped him, her touch branding iron hot. You promised me control, and so far I'm not regretting it. She stroked his aching, hard cock. So it would appear. Now give me your hands. Why? His eyes widened as she unwound a slim silk scarf from around her waist. Why do you think? God, she was making him crazy. He was trembling like a schoolboy. If you tie me up, I won't be able to touch you. But you can watch. Slowly and deliberately, she wound the silk scarf around his wrists and lashed them to the headboard. Her tits all but fell from her bustier as she bent over. If he wasn't bound, he'd grab them, bring them up to his mouth, and suckle like a hungry babe. He felt his cock swell at the prospect, throbbing with a fresh surge of blood. There, she stepped back to admire her handiwork. He gave a gentle tug to his bonds. Not a lot of slack. Life on a ranch had taught her to tie a killer knot. You like to watch, don't you, Steele? Who doesn't? She stood before him, enticing and magnificent. He could see the slight shadow of her landing strip when she moved those long, luscious legs, a tiny glimmer of her moist, pink delights like the inside of a seashell. God, he'd never been so horny in his life. His cock stood at rigid attention. He wants you, Steele said. His pulse raced. His breath rose and fell in shallow pants as he approached the bed. What should we do about that? She pressed a forefinger to her lips and pretended to ponder the situation. You're in control. An idea I quite like. She pulled a peacock feather from a floral display. Ticklish, Steele? Nah, he said. Turned out he lied. She played the feather across his nipples under his armpits, down his side to his waist, and he flinched, wondering where next as she attacked the balls of his feet, his legs, then the particularly sensitive skin near his groin. She laughed when he rolled to one side, trying vainly to avoid her. When the feather tickled his sack, it felt like his cock was on fire. Enough already, you got me, I am ticklish. She leaned over him. I'm just getting started. He sucked in his breath as the soft, round overflow of her breast brushed his chest. As she rubbed them back and forth, he watched her nipples harden, her eyes half-closed with a low growl of pleasure. Are you wet? He said. Barry, show me. 
She straddled him and tilted her hips, jutting her pelvis forward so her pubes tickled his abs, and he could feel her heat searing him, racing through his bloodstream. He could just see the faintest tease of pale pink moistness. He wanted to touch her so bad. Then, like something from a wet dream, she reached down and opened herself for his viewing pleasure. Pale pink deepened to luscious rose inside, petals quivering in anticipation. Come up here, he said. You sure? She pivoted her hips, rubbing herself against him. Then she dipped forward and offered him her breasts, pulling their plump roundness free of their confines. He gulped them like a starving man, tongue-lashing and laving, eager lips shaping and sucking as her low murmurs of pleasure seared right through his groin. He was afraid he might come right then and there. She showed no mercy, dragging her breasts back and forth across his face and open mouth. When she inched forward, he could feel her heat, smell her musky scent of her arousal, and couldn't plunge his tongue into her fast enough. No teasing tastes, just instant possession, fast and hard. She was sweeter and juicier than the choicest of fruits, and after his initial guzzle, he settled in to enjoy her, to allow her to control the pace, the speed, the depth. She knelt above him, palming her exposed breasts, her eyes half shut, her breathing shallow as his tongue darted in and out, stimulating her to the orgasm he knew was about to hit. He felt it before she did. First the tightening, then the initial shudder, just as he sucked her clit in a move that made her rear up with a strangled scream of pleasure. That beat your jacuzzi? It might. She was soft and pliant atop him as she shimmied back down his length. Her move reminded him of the exotic dancer he'd seen perform in Vegas, except this time he was the prop and she was shamelessly using him for her own pleasure. She slowly dragged her hot pussy the length of his aching cock. Her wet heat enveloped him for a brief second before it was gone, and she slid off the end of the bed. Hey. His voice was so husky he barely recognized it as his. Where are you going? I'll be back. She leaned over and kissed him. He knew she could taste herself on his lips just from the way she licked him clean. The sight of her beautiful bare ass was his to enjoy as she walked away. Seconds later, she was back, dragging a cheval mirror into place at the foot of the bed. Can you see? Oh, yeah. I see the most sexually frustrated male on the planet. She eyed his throbbing cock. He does look like he needs to be put out of his misery. Soon. Steele tugged at his bonds. Untie me. I don't think so. She brought over a bottle of cognac and drizzled the cool liquid across his hot skin. Then she leaned over and lapped the liquor from his belly button. His groin tightened, his legs actually quivered. He rolled from side to side. Montana, you're killing me. Mmm, good. She looked up at him, licking her lips. Want a taste? When she kissed him, his senses exploded from the heady flavor of the liquor underlying her sweet heat. Just when he thought he couldn't take a minute more of her teasing, she straddled him again, backward this time. She took hold of his cock and ran her fingers up his length from root to tip, hand over hand. He could see it all in the mirror, her loving caress, 
her breast spilling out of the bustier, the contrast of white skin against black lace. Her hands on him were torture, one tickling his balls, one on his cock. Then she shifted so she could rub her damp pussy up and down his length, moistening him with the dew of her arousal. She pivoted so his tip nuzzled her clit. She was pulsing, throbbing, or was that him? He was lost in a whirl of sensation, the sight of Montana, the lingering taste of her in the cognac. Her hot, hungry lower lips teased him to madness while her ass bobbed up and down as if she were already riding him. When she finally lowered herself onto his aching hardness, he had to bite his lip to keep from exploding into her. Montana rode him slowly at first, her heat gloving him, loving him. Gradually, she increased the pace until she became a woman possessed, the mirror positioned so she could watch him watching her. Impossible not to hit her G-spot at this angle, and he knew he'd hit the jackpot when he finally felt a rush of hot liquid drowning him. He couldn't tear his gaze from the mirror. As Montana rode him, she fondled her breasts and touched herself where they joined. Two more orgasms ripped through her, and he was congratulating himself on his powers of control when she reached down past his balls, found that special sweet spot with her slick, slippery fingers, then slid her baby finger up inside him. He exploded inside her with a hoarse cry of surrender that she met and matched with a grasping shriek of her own, rearing up and almost off of him before she collapsed in a limp heap. Neither of them were capable of movement or speech for several long minutes. Then she reached up to untie him. When he grabbed her and pulled her close, her head pillowed on his chest. She wrapped one leg atop his with a sexy slither of sheer stockinged leg. Montana woke in a tangle of sweat-dampened limbs. When she stirred, she felt Steele's hold on her tighten. He stroked her bare arm while she lay there, tensely wondering how to extricate herself. What on earth had come over her? It felt like someone else had taken over her body. Not only would Steele think that was what she was really like, she'd have a heck of a time getting things back to any sort of professional standing with him now. She quite liked being in control, having all the power. She simply needed to transfer that into their workday. Starting now. She sat up. Steele, you can't spend the night. Is that the boss talking, or the woman intent on keeping her distance? You look to push people, don't you? Fast as you put up the boundaries, I'll be tearing them down. She gave him her haughtiest look. I'm going to have a shower. I want you gone by the time I get back. Moving so fast, it was a blur. He lunged across the bed, grabbing her hands in both of his and pinned her to the bed. Maybe it's my turn to have control. I'm done playing games. I'm tired. Who's playing? He loomed atop her, dark and dangerous, and despite herself, Montana felt a fresh stirring of excitement. She might be no match for his physical strength, but she had other resources to call on. Bully? He sipped the insult from her lips, swallowed it like it didn't exist, and Montana melted beneath him. She kissed him back, devoured him with an insatiable hunger until she felt him release her. He drew back, ran his hands down her, then slowly rolled to his feet and reached for his clothes. Just because I'm leaving doesn't mean you won this hand, and next time we're together, 
Be warned. It'll be one of my fantasies we play out. He left and Montana rolled over, her skin still burning from his touch, as she wondered just what sort of fantasies intrigue steel. Thanks, Kathleen Lawless. Now I'm breathless and wanting more of that. I need a drink after that read. I'm definitely picking up this book for myself. So now that we're all good and worked up, let's talk about kinks, a.k.a. fetishes. In my experience, fetishes are becoming more commonly discussed nowadays, so let's talk about them. And please, no kink shaming. We're a judgment-free zone here at Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads podcast, and let's keep it that way. When you're talking kinks, you've got your run-of-the-mill group sex, role-play, and light bondage. I think those are pretty much a given. Thanks to widely popular books like Fifty Shades of Grey, a wider array of people are open to the idea of trying something new in the bedroom. But let's talk about some of the more non-mainstream fetishes. For me, I've never heard of Yoni Egg, but come to find out it's very popular in Alabama. If you don't know what that is, fear not, I will explain. The Yoni Egg, a.k.a. the Love Egg, is an egg-shaped, semi-precious stone carved into an egg shape and polished to be worn inside the vagina. They're supposed to exponentially elevate the female orgasm. Something to think about for you or your partner, maybe. There's also fisting, latex, voyeurism, wax play, masochism, sadism, piercing, hair fetishes, erotic electrostimulation, and so many more. The one I was super curious about that seems to be super popular in Pennsylvania and Virginia is balloons. Yes, I said balloons. In the balloon fetish, there are lunars, poppers, non-poppers, and semi-poppers. Lunar is the broad term that balloon fetishists use to describe themselves. Within the fetish, people who like to pop balloons are called poppers. You guessed it. Those who don't like popping are considered non-poppers and obviously don't like or want the balloon to pop for various reasons. Then you have the semi-poppers who are, you guessed it again, somewhere in between. If ballooning sounds like something you might want to try, I highly recommend checking out some videos on the fetish first. Like most anything in life, it's always best to learn from the pros before trying it out for yourself. Better safe than sorry, I always say. I took a look at some of the videos and they were quite educational. The balloon fetish itself is quite interesting. I can't really see myself being interested in it, but I guess keep your mind open. That's what we always say, right? Well, that's all I have time for on this episode of Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads podcast. I hope you all enjoyed the time we spent together and are looking forward to next time. Check back with me soon, or better yet, click that follow button so you'll get notifications when my next podcast is released for your listening enjoyment. On our next sultry session, I'll read more exciting scenes from some of my author friends, and I'll discuss sex toys. I can't wait, but it's goodbye until next time, my naughty readers. And as always, happy reading, y'all.